All right, all right. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I am super excited today. I have just so much stuff to share with you all today. But before I do that, we are going to talk about where you are and what you're listening to. I know you just got finished listening to the fabulous Leanna Richardson. And I know you got some great information about what you need to be doing on the old side of money. But we are bringing the new side of money with ahead of the crypto curve. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to say to you that we are building Satoshi millionaires. One family at a time. One day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And that, ladies and gentlemen, means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. And so as we move into into today, today is May 3rd, there is a whole lot of great things going on this month. And what I'm going to start doing, because I talked to you one other show, I talked to you about how important it is for you to get out to some different meetups to start to talk to people. Of course, other than what you're hearing on the radio on ahead of the crypto curve, it's always good to be in conversation with other individuals that have the same mindset uh, and getting out to some of these cryptocurrency outings, I really believe is one of the key uh, components, which is why we have a brick and mortar place where people can come, they can collaborate, they can, you know, just just talk about different things. And so because the COVID mandates have been lifted as far as mask mandates uh, inside, we're still going to wear masks and things of that sort, still free to do that. But Crypto Blockchain Plug, which is my in-person uh, brick and mortar crypto exchange, we are going to start having our events again inside of our location. And so we want to make sure that the community in Los Angeles is aware of those events. 90% of those events are free. You can come out. We have all sorts of things. And I'm going to talk to you about some of them this month because we're definitely going to start making sure that our community has these educational opportunities, be it around business, be it around women in crypto, um, Maybe you're wanting to find out about a particular coin. You know, we usually have coin owners come in if they own a coin or a token. We have them come in and we treat it like a shark tank. We also have game nights. There are so many things that we do in this cryptocurrency space. And again, we're about a month uh, and a half after when they said inside masks were not mandatory. But we're going to start opening back up. And then once we go on tour and we come back, we will be full-fledged. Uh, in all of our activities, just like we were before COVID came into play. So I'm super excited about that. I've been working this morning to really figure out what that looks like for us this month, because immediately after or at the end of this month, I go off on tour, as you all know. So I want to make sure, you know, that our community has access right now, because this is the best time in history. So in saying that, I just had to tell you all a little bit about my excitement. So as you all know, the first thing we usually hear is our cryptocurrency quote for the day. And so the cryptocurrency quote for the day that I found today says Bitcoin has a couple of things going on for it. One is that it's distributed. Distributed means that everyone in the world can take a look at the transactions that are going on. What's happening? So it says, for one, it's distributed. No 
single point of failure. That means the, the success of Bitcoin is not contingent upon one single individual or one company. It says no, and it's not meant for one company uh, with offices that can be subpoenaed and arrested and shut down. That was a gentleman by the name of Hal Finney. And so since I broke that up, kind of giving you a few definitions, I'm going to read it in its totality. Bitcoin has a couple of things going for it. One is that it is distributed with no single point of failure, no company with offices that can be subpoenaed and arrested and shut down. Hal Finney. And that is one of the cryptocurrency quotes. And as you all know that I say, if the federal government can bring you into court for your coin, it is not decentralized, no matter what you tell the public. So we want to make sure that we're always functioning and trying to uh, really pay attention to what is really decentralized and what is not decentralized. And a little bit later today, we're going to be talking about decentralization, specifically the word decentralization, what it actually means specifically to the black community and why we should be looking to get into more decentralized types of things just based on our history. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to uh, move into our segment called the Crypto Scoop. And we bring some news articles to you every single day so you kind of know what is going on. And then we're also going to bring our market report to you today. So, ladies and gentlemen, when you when we come forward, we will get our uh, everything that has to do with the market update so that you know what's going on with the price of Bitcoin and also the crypto scoop. Then we'll move into uh, helping you understand understand decentralization. And then I've got a, something a little bit special. We're going to talk about crypto events for this month and we're going to do our daily dollar cost average. This is KBLA Talk 1580. In a moment, more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public. So we decided to sing about it. I love my Charmin Super Mega Roll is six regular rolls in one. Enjoy the go with Charmin. Bow. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, all right. And here we are today with our market report. Today is May the 3rd. And so basically what I can see from the market report is in the last 24 hours, Bitcoin has traded as high as 39,000 and as low as 38,000. So as we all know, Bitcoin fluctuates. So we're not surprised. We're, we're dealing with our mindset. We are just relaxing. We are Bitcoining and being calm. Just keep calm and Bitcoin. That's what that's what uh, one of my shirts says. Keep calm and Bitcoin. So we're not worried about the sideways action that we're getting. It's good for us. It allows us to get a little bit more uh, under our belt. So with that, my market report today has a big heading about Ethereum because there's something different that has happened with Ethereum. Now, I typically don't talk a lot about Ethereum. So we all know that there are thousands 
um, of, of cryptocurrencies out there. So Ethereum is just one of those cryptocurrencies out there. And so this ha particular market cap for the first time since I've been having these sent to me is actually talking about the coin Ethereum and what is going on. So right now, because I talked about how many cryptocurrencies are out there, there are 19,239 cryptocurrencies that are actually listed on coin market cap. So I just want to make sure that we're clear. And Ethereum is just one of those 19,000 plus and Bitcoin is one of the other ones, 19,000 plus. So it says, good morning. Um, May has set for a mixed start as the digital asset markets are bracing for the Fed's 50 bips rate hike this week. As you all know, the Feds are about to do a rate hike, which everyone is shaking in their boots right now to try to figure out what we're going to do financially. That being said, Solana, which is another coin, had a bumpy start in May as it suffered from its seventh outage in 2022. So there's a lot of people, especially in the black community, that have run to the Solana blockchain because what they said was Ethereum, which I'm going to talk about in a little while, was too hard and too difficult to do some of their projects on. So some of these project owners have moved to the Solana blockchain. Remember, I told you all of them are separate blockchains. Well, the Solana blockchain has the Solana coin and they've had a real bumpy start. Seven times this year 2022 their entire blockchain ladies and gentlemen has shut down but this time it shut down for seven hours which resulted in mayhem in my opinion so all of the people that have projects that are mining on uh mining on in on this platform All of the um, my, the NFT projects that are on this platform had a little bit of problems, and I think they lost some business. But Solana bounced back, and their mining tools uh, are back up and running. But I know I've been hearing in the background a lot of people that are complaining about the Solana coin. Now, for those people that invested heavily in Solana, got to make sure that you know, that number one, I told you, if you invest in anything other than Bitcoin, make sure you understand. Make sure you understand that this is just like loaning money to a family member who may or may not pay you back. We don't know, based on this seventh shutdown, if this coin called Solana is even going to make it past another two or three years. We just don't know. Because this is new. This has never happened before. But what we got to do is go into this with our eyes wide open, which is why we caution you against getting involved with all these other side type Bitcoin. Uh, well, what they say are Bitcoin type products, which I'm telling you, they're not side Bitcoin projects. They tell you to get in these projects because they're cheaper than Bitcoin. You can expect more return. But they're also volatile. And when things like this happen, people run from these platforms. And if you're left holding those coins, then that means your money uh, that you invested 
is pretty much gone. But Solana hasn't flatlined. They're back up and running. But I just wanted to make sure that you all, so you all knew that. So besides all that other stuff, we expect volatility and risk in all of the assets ahead. And I'm not just talking about cryptocurrency, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about the stock market and everything associated with anything that has to do with money because of the Federal Open Market Committee. Now, the Federal Open Market Committee uh, has a meeting today on May 3rd and tomorrow on May 4th. And they're going to actually be making sure and solidifying that they can raise the rates in the United States, which can lead to a, a very hectic month and end of the year if this does not go properly. So I want you all to not just be paying attention to the cryptocurrency space, but be paying attention to the money space in general, because things are about to be different than they have ever been in our country. And they may not affect you directly, immediately. And that's what I got to get our community to understand. That the things that are going on may not affect your pocket right now today. But as my mother used to teach me, everything that you do has a consequence, either good or bad. And so what I see coming down the pipe is that this is going to negatively affect the markets. It's going to negatively affect the companies. But it's going to super negative negatively affect our community because that's just what typically happens. So as we're talking about Bitcoin and Ethereum and Solana, I want you to pay attention to what happens with your 401ks, your annuities, your your insurance premiums. Pay attention to things and start to really figure out how to best maneuver in this space. And I really feel like we have a lot of answers to those questions, but we've got to just be realistic. Everybody is not just going to be all into cryptocurrency. I don't want you to be all into cryptocurrency. I want you to really pay attention to what's happening in our United States. Uh, first, second, well, I shouldn't say first. First, you should be paying attention to what's happening with your household and your household bills. But then start paying attention to some of the things that are being said and done and not just listening to what they're saying. Ask yourself, why is it that this is happening the way that it's happening? Why is it that these things are being said? And I think that that's one of the things as children that we were raised not to ask questions. And I'll tell you, I've been a little bit different with my children. And I know some of you beg to differ, which may say that's why she's having uh, a lot of things going on with her children. But I always told my children, ask questions. When I was growing up, I would ask a question and they would say, because I told you so. Or because, and I get it in certain things, but when children are asking questions as it relates to money, how things work, business, I think it's critically important right now that we give our children and our adults the opportunity to ask those questions. Why? Because they got social media at their fingertips, and if they don't learn it right, they're going to learn it wrong from somebody else. And so I really think it's critically important for our community to start asking, why is it? That if I have a non-sufficient fund check, am I paying $35? Like, why is that? 
Why is that a thing? And what is it actually doing to hurt or harm our community? So we've got to start asking these why questions. So right now, as we get back into cryptocurrency, because I don't want to take you all down that that lane, because I will go on a tangent about my folks and really asking questions and getting your questions answered, which I want you to do. So if you have any questions, feel free to give me a call at 800-920-1580. Again, 800-920-1580. And you can ask me any question that you want. But right now, Bitcoin is trading at 38.4. And I'm going to go really quickly and look at CoinMarketCap since we're having this conversation right now, this very second. Bitcoin is trading at, got to look at it. It's at 37.6 and we know it changes every second. So this will be different by the time I finish this. But right now it's at 37.6 and the market update is just basically saying that it's trading sideways and still licking its wounds after seeing a 23% loss in price from its April highs. So again, we're, you know, Bitcoin may be licking his wounds, but we're actually rubbing our hands and excited because as I shared with you yesterday, we were able to p- purchase more Bitcoin yesterday than the day before because of the pack fact that the price had dropped and so we're still paying attention to what is going on in the market but what they're thinking is that the bearish sentiments which means bearish which means it's it's go it's going to go down or it's not going up as bullish bearish is down and again I keep repeating it as we're all learning each other learning this terminology so that we all can keep up that the prices may go back down towards major support towards about 36,000 and the 32,000 mark in the near term. So if Bitcoin goes to 32,000, which means the price of Bitcoin has fallen, we're still not panicking because we know that we can maybe expect this to happen. And we're continuing with a bearish sentiment. That means a pullback. That means that Bitcoin may continue to fall in price. But again, we're not worried because we know what Bitcoin is backed by. And I'm going to say social construct because there are so many different people using Bitcoin for so many different reasons. So we're not worried about that. So also in the market report, it says like Bitcoin, Ethereum, which is one of the other ones that our folks love to talk to me about is Ethereum. It also when it's a 32% drop in price since April's top and the volatility and the trading volumes across the cryptocurrency exchanges have started to decline every cent ever since. So what we did used to see back in the day is that when Bitcoin went down, all the altcoins went down. When Bitcoin went up, all the altcoins went up. But one of the things that I love, not only when the price of Bitcoin goes lower, But I love when the price of Bitcoin goes lower for our community because all these other coins tend to disappear, ladies and gentlemen. The ones that can stand the test of time stay. But all these other ones that were just in it for the money, they're going to fall off. So I am really hoping that we continue to see this sideways or even dropping a little bit more because it's going to help us weed out some of these fake cryptocurrencies and some of these fake opportunities because they're going to look to hustle you some other kind of way and not through the cryptocurrency space. So I'm excited about that. But these levels that we're looking at should hold 
uh, near term until we see a significant rebound in the crypto markets. Funding rates of Ethereum are relatively flat. I need you all to hear that. The funding rates of Ethereum are relatively flat with the neutral uh, level uh, in, you know, that is not going to really change right now. It's worth noting that Ethereum has some options. There's people that put some options and, and that goes into the stock market and talking about some of those other things. But they have options that so show significant interest for uh, December 31st. So they're looking to see that Ethereum kind of gains its level back in the stock market because, you know, they started uh, bidding a uh, betting against against and for this cryptocurrency space. So they're looking at nothing really changing until around December 31st as it relates to Ethereum. And I'm just saying those are the people that are betting on the fact that Ethereum is going to do something great. But Ethereum also had some mining difficulty and it was at an all time high and it expected to keep increasing in the short run, despite the positive news. And Ethereum falls. Um, it failed. Excuse me. Ethereum fails to mirror the bullish sentiments that it prices that the prices have always talked about in that market. And so Ethereum is not doing as well as everyone wants to say that it's doing. In fact, we all know that, um, you know, Ethereum has been saying that they're going to make these changes and they're going to do this and they're going to do that. And everybody is just standing by waiting to see that it happens. So what I don't want our community to do is buy it and hold it and think that it may possibly do what Bitcoin did because it is not. It is not the same coin. It is not the same blockchain and it is not the same product. Bitcoin is money transmission and money at its core. It has a whole lot of things. And Ethereum has to do with smart contracts, uh, as you all know, collectibles and some of those other things. So just make sure that you know the difference. So right now, today, um, even with all the things that are going on, ladies and gentlemen, there is one point eight trillion dollars that's being stored right now in cryptocurrency. Why is this number important? Because in gold, where people also store money or store their value, it's 10 trillion. So there's 10 trillion for something that has been around 5,000 years. And for something that's been around 13 years, it has 1.8 trillion, close to 2 trillion. So it tells you that we're catching up and we're getting very, very close. But I believe we're going to stay around the 2 trillion mark for a while. Uh, and all we have to do is keep doing our little dollar cost average in a day, $6, $6, $6. And that's what's going to really help our community in the long run. So with that, um, that is our market report. And so I want to really quickly touch on some of the things that are, attend, uh, are happening in cryptocurrency news. Now, we talked about the fact that Ethereum... Um, is doing what it's doing and Bitcoin is doing what it's doing and going to continue. But there's an aggressive Fed hike that is on the way. And I thought I wanted to talk a little bit more about that because you need to know that not just the crypto, but the stock markets uh, will lose billions, lose billions with the B. So I want you all to be aware. It's all about mindset. When you know better, you do better. When you crypto, you cannot, you don't have to panic. Um, 
And when we come forward, when we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk about uh, what the feds, the the hike, the rate hike is going to do uh, specifically to our community. This is KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you had it up to here with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. Looking for legitimate political discourse without the bear spray? Tune in and speak out. KBLA Talk 1580. All right. All right. So we're just going to go and talk about this Fed rate hike. So you all understand investors around the world, specifically here in the United States, will be focusing on the U.S. central banks tomorrow, which is Wednesday, as the Federal Reserve uh, policymakers are expected to raise the benchmark interest rate aggressively. Man, this is this is going to be something. It says the top U.S. stock indexes saw significant losses at the end of the week as the Nasdaq composite saw the worst fourth month performance since 1971. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you to understand the correlation in 1971 is when Richard Nixon took us off the gold standard. That's when everybody was trying to figure out what in the heck are we going to do with this fiat that's not backed by gold. Fiat, F-I-A-T, that stands for, and go to your Webster Dictionary, I always say verify, don't trust. But in the cryptocurrency space with Bitcoin, you can trust but not have to verify. But in the real world where all of us are talking and giving information, what you need to do is verify, not trust. And that goes with everything. But if you look up fiat in the dictionary, F-I-A-T, it stands for money without any intrinsic value other than what the government says it is worth. So that being said, ladies and gentlemen, fiat um, was when we first learned about this in 1971. And then the markets went haywire. And we have not seen anything like this since 1971. And I'm 52 this year. So that would be 51 years. We've not seen a drop, a drastic drop in this um, in this market like this. Uh, well, I would say the stock indexes saw this drop in since uh, it's been 51 years. So something interesting is happening around money and we've got to pay attention to it. But the crypto markets have had a rough week as well as our crypto economy has shed about 8.9% against the U.S. dollar since April the 25th. Um, The Fed's expected raise, which we all know is going to be aggressive, is affecting a number of financial institutions. Analysts, everyone is talking about this. So you need to really pay attention. As I stated, I can't say this enough. The U.S. Federal Reserve policymakers look to set uh, to set to deliver a series of aggressive interest rate hikes, at least until the summer to deal with hot inflation and surging labor costs. Even as two reports Friday show tentative signs, both may be cresting. And one of the things that we know about these reports that say, you know, everything is OK is. Most of the time it's really not okay, but they make it seem like it is. And so we've really got to be careful about uh, about that and really know what is happening in our markets and in our community. And I also, you know, really quickly just want to share that yesterday uh, I was talking with a young lady that is working on some things for me as it relates to public relations. And she's not new. She's new to the cryptocurrency space. 
Uh, she says she had been asking God, and this has nothing to do with me, but she was saying she had asked God, uh, you know, or has been saying to herself in her mind, which is talking to God, like, give me some time to learn this thing. And and what she said to me yesterday was, you know, it was a blessing. It's a blessing that she now can has the ability to learn as she's earning because she's she's figuring this thing out, but she's starting to hear and starting to learn and she's excited about it. But she asked me some questions about, you know, why this is the best for the black community. And you would think because of all, you know, all of the things that we all do, all of the fabulous companies we work for, some of us even work for banks and companies. And I'm not talking about her specifically because I was having a conversation with a banker or high up in uh the banking industry person, you know, last week, and they had no idea that the Federal Reserve Bank was a private entity and kind of looked at me like, what? What you talking about? And again, don't trust me. Verify it. Creatures of Jekyll Island. The creatures of Jekyll Island is where you learn those things. And the fact of the matter is we're just not taught taught money in school they don't talk about money at school whatsoever because it's not designed for you to really know what's going on and then because our parents don't know they don't have those conversations with us at the kitchen table while I am always talking to my kids about money and how much they're wasting and what they need to spend of their money to replace some of the things that they're wasting and when things get broken yes they're accidents but they also need to know that the things that you broke or an accident, but someone's got to pay for it and it's coming out of my pocket. So how about we start thinking about what these things look like? And that is exactly what I'm sharing with you. We've got to start looking at and tightening up our plan when it comes to our personal finances. And I know, uh, you know, Lynn is talking to you all about that, but we have got to get really tight and figure out you know, what all these rate hikes and what this inflation means to us, what it means. And, and, and I'm, I'm the pot calling the kettle black. Which one of our cars, we ought to say it that way, we need to be driving so we can conserve on gas prices uh, or what our next purchases of cars should look like to conserve. Because the fact of the matter is I don't see this getting any better. Anytime soon, I'm taking a look at it. I'm paying attention and really Asking the questions that we never asked, like why? Why is it the gas prices are still high, but the bar the cost of the barrels of gas have gone down? Like why? Why are we doing it? And because we don't have any other options, we have to, but we still need to ask those questions. And if you do your research, you will see that barrels of gas are cheaper than they were almost last year this time. And our prices are still up. And it's because I guess we're in California. They know they can do this to us and we're going to pay it anyway because we don't have any options. Um, you know, there's just some things that we're going to have to do in many different ways to combat some of the inflation, some of the rate hikes, some of the things that are happening. And the way that I am telling you we can hedge against this is to start now with the asset class that no one is really paying attention to that is building momentum silently and that we can take advantage of in the next five to 10 years. So that is what I'm saying to our community specifically. So when I talk about these rate hikes, when I talk about inflation, when I talk about all these things, it's about getting involved with a real hard money. And I'm saying that Bitcoin is a hard money that you can't mess with. 
Um, they can mess with all this other stuff. They can manipulate it because they own it. They control it. They can do all those things. But with Bitcoin, people are soon going to find that it cannot be manipulated uh, the way that they think it can. And that those who hold it at the end of the day are going to be good. And I'm not telling you about fear of missing out because uh, I know a lot of people are like, oh, she's talking about FOMO, fear of missing out. Don't be in fear of missing out. Be in fear of what is going to happen when their households are not making the billions of dollars a, a month that they're used to making. They're going to figure out how to get it from us. And that's what they've been doing throughout history. And so if we have a decentralized thing, and I'm saying Bitcoin as the decentralized thing, we are going to be able to conduct business and do business uh, almost all the way across the board because now they're they're accepting some a uh, couple of companies are accepting mortgages in Bitcoin. We know they're accepting taxes in Bitcoin. They're accepting, you know, Bitcoin for airlines. There's just so many things that you can do with your Bitcoin. So while billionaires such as um um, whatever his name is, we talked about him yesterday, um, is saying that there's nothing you can do with Bitcoin. That is a ball faced lie. And we know that we should do as they uh, do and not as they say. So I want to make sure that we're clear on that. So when we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about a couple of well, we're going to talk about decentralization and how Bitcoin is decentralized. And then we're going to go into some of the events that are happening this month. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, now let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. So very quickly, we are going to talk about decentralization as it relates to Bitcoin really quickly so that you all can really understand um if Bitcoin is really decentralized and why? So Bitcoin is a decentralized digital currency. It does not have a central bank or a single administrator. Um, it can be sent from user to user. So peer to peer. So if you and I met on the street, just like I talked about on Friday and I had a debt to settle, uh, a good debt, you know, nothing bad, nothing went on. But I just forgot that I was paying for an event. And the young lady said, well, can I can you just send it to me? And I'm like, yeah, where's your Bitcoin wallet? We can send peer to peer from our cell phones without any intermediary. So I didn't need to use Visa. I didn't need to use Chase. I just went Bitcoin wallet to Bitcoin wallet right there on the street. That is decentralized at its best. So it's when you can run um run something or when something is run collectively with a bunch of participators participating. And that's what the Bitcoin miners are. That's what the Bitcoin network does. We all work together in tandem to make sure that this project is doing exactly what it should be doing. But no one person can come in and shut it down or change it. And if there are changes made, every person or a majority of us have to vote to say that it's okay to make those changes. So that is what decentralization is. When we deal with the bank, regular bank, think about it. The bank is a centralized location because what? You have to go to pay your mortgage in order to pay your mortgage at let's just say XYZ mortgage company. You put your money in the bank and then you gotta go back to the bank and tell the bank to pay the mortgage company. Mortgage company. You buy a car at let's just say CarMax. You got to go back to the bank to tell the bank to pay the money to 
uh, CarMax. You want to pay an electricity bill? You got to go back to the bank to tell the bank to pay uh, your electricity bill. Or if you want to use Visa, it's through the bank. If you want to do anything, it's through a centralized location. You've got to go through them to get it done. And as you all have known, I have found out in the since I've been talking on this show, is that if you go to your bank to ask for money, they want to know why, where, how. That is all centralized. And not that those things are not good, but in its essence, we have worked so hard for our money. We've worked so hard for our savings and our and to get our lives in order. We want to be able to do some things on our own and not really have to answer to folks about our own hard earned money. And, you know, if we were borrowing money, I could understand that. But if I have one hundred thousand dollars sitting in the bank, why do I have to jump through hoops and, and climb over ladders to send that hundred thousand dollars over to a friend of mine in Africa? It just should not be happening, but it is. So when we're talking about decentralization, that is what it means at its core is the ability to do or transact without a centralized authority or without anyone asking you or telling you what you can or cannot do with your money. Now, why is that important? And I will just say this and we'll go into these events that we're going to have this month in the cryptocurrency space. It is just imperative as we look back at history, as we look back at the, the banks, as we look back at redlining, as we look back at real estate purchases, as we look back at all the things that they have strategically kept us out of. We have got to do something on our own without having to rely on them because the history shows us that it's not in our best interest to follow those continual paths because they don't get us anywhere. They get us where we are today. And so uh, we'll have a little bit of talk about that a little bit later this month as I uh, do a address on uh, the state of black crypto. You know, we have a state of everything. We have a state of of California, we got the state of the union, we have the state of real estate, but nobody's ever done the state of black crypto. And later this month, I will be doing a state of black crypto address right here in Lamert Park at Lamert Park. Uh, but I want to tell you about all these events that we're going to have opening back up. Uh, we will have a crypto essentials. If you have not yet taken my crypto essentials, I'm going to ask you all. Uh, to please do so, it'll help you catch up as we talk throughout the week. Uh, state of uh, that's going to be on May the 7th, and you can go to meetup.com again, meetup.com forward slash crypto plug, like you plug something in the wall crypto plug so that's meetup.com forward slash crypto plug and ladies and gentlemen when we come forward i'll give you the other events that we're having this is kbla talk 1580 you're linked to the midday money chain with lynn richardson and naja roberts exclusively on kbla talk 1580 we knew you'd stick around this is la's home for progressive talk radio welcome back to kbla talk 1580 all right. All right. All right. So we also well, the crypto essentials is just a crypto one on one. It can be online. If you're here in L.A., we can do it in person uh, right there in Inglewood is where our crypto essential. And it's about a two hour course. Uh, and again, you can go to meetup.com forward slash crypto plug. But you also can join the ledger and me one, two, three. Now, the ledger is where you store your cryptocurrency. But I only want people to attend that that already have a ledger in their hand. 
and they want to know how to set it up. And I call it a Ledger and Me 123. That is also online. That's 100% online. And we stay anonymous on that um, Zoom call. And I go through how to set up a ledger and make sure that your cryptocurrency is safe. That is also on May the 7th. But after that, we have Bitcoin Pizza Day. And Bitcoin Pizza Day is on May the 22nd. And this day marks the time when someone purchased uh, two large pizzas from, uh, it was from Domino's. Two large pizzas from Domino's for 10,000 Bitcoin. Today, that is millions of dollars, that 10 Bitcoin, 10,000 Bitcoin. But we will commemorate that day by calling it Bitcoin Pizza Day. We're going to have a live DJ. Um, we'll have pizza for those people that are new to Bitcoin. They'll get free Bitcoin at that event. It is on May the 22nd, which is a Sunday. So we're going to do it after we all get out of church or our religious organization. So it's going to be Sunday at 5 p.m. So you can come on by Crypto Blockchain Plug. But all three of those events you can find on uh, meetup.com forward slash crypto plug. And then last but not least, I will be doing the state of black crypto um, and I will be doing an address on the state of black crypto right here in Lamert Park we're going to have the ancestors uh, drums played and we're going to really talk about what the community needs to do and give a game plan as to what we can be doing the next five to ten years to make sure that we are on a better path in our lives so that being said ladies and gentlemen we're going to do our daily dollar cost averaging and as you know I say a dollar cost average a day keeps poverty away so we're going to open up our black wall street wallet and when we open up our black wall street wallet we're going to click on the uh, purple arrows that go back and forth we are going to buy the asset called bitcoin on this site we're going to click one time we're going to click six dollars and today we're buying six dollars worth of bitcoin which is actually six dollars worth of satoshi satoshis is the smallest increment of a bitcoin that being said there are a hundred pennies in a dollar and there are a hundred million satoshis in a bitcoin you all better remember that because at our bitcoin pizza day we're going to have a trivia and there will be gifts given out to those that win the trivia based on all the stuff I've been teaching. You can win prizes and all kinds of stuff, even free Satoshi. So uh, we're doing $6 and that's $6 today. Bitcoin right now this second is at 37.5. So we're only buying $6 worth because that's all you got to do. So I'm hitting continue and voila, we have purchased our $6 worth of Satoshi, $6 worth of Bitcoin. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so excited that you were here today. My name is Naja Roberts and my mission in life is to lead my people out of out of financial slavery and this is ahead of the crypto curve and i'm asking you not to touch that dial because next up is the fabulous dl hughley show you all know that dl is the truth and i am super excited to hear what he has to share with you today so don't touch that dial this is kbla talk 1580 and we are unapologetically progressive kbla 1580 santa monica